0: Click Educators for free subscriptions to Who Smarted Plus. Let's all get smarted together. Hey, parents, are you looking for ways to take care of your own mental health while caring for those around you? If so, check out How to Be a Better Human. Each week on How to Be a Better Human, comedian Chris Duffy sits down with an expert to talk about the realistic and often unexpected ways that you can improve your life. This show has everything from an episode with Dr. Becky about how to repair relationships when you've made a mistake to how to set boundaries both with your kids and your parents and even a deep dive on why it's okay for your house to be messy sometimes if you're feeling overwhelmed. And more great episodes come out every Monday. Find out how to be a better human wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Smarty Pants. Quick question. What if fireworks action movies, and opening a bottle of soda after shaking it all have in common. Did you say they all involve explosions? Because that's right. When I was a kid, I used to love going to watch July 4th fireworks with my family in the hot Miami summer. And thanks to this episode, I now understand a little bit more about how fireworks work. And speaking of Miami, hello Cliff and Doris in South Florida. Thank you for listening and for all your support. Now, enjoy our little scene and get ready to learn... All about the science of explosions. Misty, since I first saw you, my heart has been going boom, boom, nonstop. Same. I've never felt such an explosion of love come over me. Now kiss me, Ron. And they keep kissing as we roll credits. Ah, I think this movie's going to explode at the box office. When are you thinking of releasing it? Christmas? Summer blockbuster? It's good, but as the head of the studio, it's my job to make sure this movie makes as much money as possible. So with that in mind, I have one big note. It needs more explosions. Come again? It needs more explosions? Or any explosions? There's none. It's a love story about two strangers who find love against all odds. It's about love. Yes. But I, and most audiences, also love explosions, so you need to add some. I don't care what it is. A house, a car, a frisbee factory, you pick. As long as it goes boom. Boy, that's crazy. Is it? Sheila, can you send in a narrator? Thanks. Psst, what's up, kids? So, what do you think? Whether it's a giant fireball in movies or TV shows, or fireworks lighting up the night skies on the 4th of July... Or just Mentos and Coca-Cola on YouTube. Do you like watching things explode? Who's this guy? Your new assistant? Can you get me a chai latte? I'm not the assistant. I'm your trusty narrator. And I'm here to say most people are fascinated by watching stuff blow up. But what makes things explode? I don't know. What are some ways we've learned to control explosions safely? Hmm. And why do some things like a firework blow up with a bang? while other things, like a banana, just sit there like a squishy, yellow log. It's time to get an explosive whiff of science on... Who's smarted? Who's smarted? Who's smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science? Or history? Listen up, everyone! We make smarting lots of fun! On Who's Smarted? Okay, let's play a game. I want you all to try and imagine the beginning of time. Don't worry, it's easy. Just close your eyes. Are your eyes closed? Good. What do you see? Nothing. Blackness? Great! Because that's what the beginning of time looked like. In the beginning, there was nothing. And then, something happened that gave birth to the universe. Do you know what it's called? Here, I'll give you a hint. It's the opposite of the little bang. That's right, it's the Big Bang. According to science, 13.7 billion years ago, all matter and energy burst forth from a single infinitely hot small point. The Big Bang created all particles, the galaxies, and of course, a popular TV show, Bazinga. After the Big Bang, the temperature dropped the planets formed, including planet Earth. But the explosions kept coming. As the planet cooled from a ball of molten lava, volcanic eruptions were non-stop. Early humans were understandably terrified by the explosions they found in nature. But as they got smarter, they learned to use them to their advantage. I love explosions! As legend has it, Around 800 A.D., medieval Chinese chemists were searching for the secret to eternal life. One day, they mixed a special blend of powders and the mixture exploded. Ah! After they picked their jaws up off the floor, the chemists realized they could stick these powders into bamboo shoots, toss them on the fire, and make firecrackers. From there, humans discovered more powerful explosives, like TNT, which allowed them to reshape the planet, blasting tunnels through mountains to build highways and train tracks, or blowing open caves for mines. But they didn't just use explosions to blow things up. Explosions also helped preserve things, like memories. How, you ask? Because in 1859, a magical new invention was born. Say cheese. Cheese. Early photographers discovered that magnesium powder, when lit on fire, would create a momentary flash that would light up their subjects like the sun. And flash photography was born. Now, of course, you just hit the little lightning bolt icon on your cell phone. But trust me, it was a big deal back in the day. Today, we use explosions big and small for many things. Big explosions help demolish buildings that need to be torn down. While mini-explosions cause your car engine to start. Or popcorn to pop. Can't have a big blockbuster movie without popcorn. Okay, I get why explosions are useful, but why do I need them in my movie? Answer that, because seeing an explosion releases a feeling of excitement and awe in the viewer, right? Right, but guess what? What? There's something released in every explosion as well. Ooh. Do you have any idea what that is? Hmm. What about you listening at home? Huh? What do you think is released by an explosion? Is it A, rainbows, B, flying monkeys, (laughs) C, ping pong balls, Or D, energy. If you said energy, you're right. Explosions are all about energy. But not just any energy. It takes a very specific kind of energy to cause an explosion. Well, this movie could use a little more of that explosive energy. So what's the secret? Well, I'll tell you that. And I'll tell you why certain things explode in the first place right after this quick break. A cliffhanger. I like it. So remember when I told you explosions are all about energy? Well, it turns out all explosions depend on one very specific type of energy. And to help demonstrate what that is, I could use your help. That includes all of you listening at home or in the car. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to imagine yourself getting squished into a teeny tiny box. You can act it out if you want. Try to scrunch your body up as tightly as it'll go. Tense your muscles. Keep holding it. Can you feel the pressure building up? Does it feel like any moment you could just... explode? Well, don't actually explode. But if you're all crunched up, on the count of three, I want you to pop up as if you are exploding. Ready? One, two, three! Did that feel good? It felt great! Good. Well, you've all just helped me demonstrate a form of energy known as potential energy. Potential energy just means energy that is stored up but has yet to be released. It's kind of like your dog when it's trapped in the car on the way to the doggy park. As it turns out, there's potential energy hiding in the chemical bonds that hold all matter together. And when these bonds are broken, the potential energy gets transformed into other forms of energy, like light, heat, pressure, and sound. And if this reaction happens really fast, you get an explosion. Wait, are you saying anything can explode? No. Fortunately, most of the things you encounter every day are made up of very stable molecules. This means they don't hold a lot of potential energy, so they aren't explosive. But there are plenty of unstable substances in the world, and if you combine them with a trigger, like the heat of a flame, that energy will be released in an instant. Question. Which of these everyday items are unstable enough that they can be explosive? Is it A, hairspray? D, flour. C. Flower. C. Ping-pong balls. A lot of you probably said hairspray. Good job! After all, hairspray is made with chemicals that can catch fire if exposed to a spark. Even cans of hairspray left out in the sun have been known to burst. But if you said flower, You're also right. Believe it or not, flour can blow up like the 4th of July. White flour is actually packed with sugar, and anyone who's ever stuck a marshmallow into a fire knows that sugar loves to burn. Yum, s'mores. Flour sitting in a bag or a bowl is perfectly safe, but if flour is thrown into the air, it becomes a mist of sugary particles. And if there's a fire, the whole cloud will immediately burst into flame. In 1878, a flour mill in Minnesota was completely destroyed when a spark turned the floating flour dust into a giant bomb. Oh man, I wish we had that explosion in the movie. Now, what if you said C, ping pong balls? (coughs) Nope, not womp womp. Ding ding. That's right. Old ping-pong balls were once made of a highly flammable material called celluloid. It used to be common during ping-pong matches for balls to spontaneously explode. Turns out there's explosive potential all around us. The important thing is to be safe around flammable materials, never play with fire, and always ask a grown-up if you sense danger. And don't worry, the stuff that makes up the people you love, the food you eat, And the toys you play with is all chemically stable and is definitely not going to blow up. Great. So if most things are not explosive, then we don't need an explosion in the movie after all. Eh, I wouldn't say that. Misty, since I first saw you, my heart has been going boom, boom, nonstop. Same. I've never felt such an explosion of love come over me. Now kiss me, Ron. Ron. Oh my God, your car just blew up. Oops, I left a giant can of hairspray on the dashboard. Oh well. Can I get a ride home? Perfect! Has anyone seen my hairspray? Just kidding. Who uses hairspray? Please leave a review of our show on Apple Podcasts or tell a parent or friend about Who Smarted. You'll look very cool for knowing about it. A big shout out to Aurora in Central Florida. Thanks for listening to Who Smarted and singing the theme song... Who smarted? You smarted. This episode exploded from the mind of Dan Bromfield. This episode was performed by Jason Williams, Charlotte Cohn, Brandon Bayless, and Ashley Bayless, and narrated by me, Jerry Kaboom Kolber. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Boom Boom Han, and the episode was recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. The theme song is by Brian Explosive Suarez, and lyrics were written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert, and is an Atomic Entertainment production. Boom.